globally for everything mobile and social, the most important areas for Google Inc. Richard Staber, give it up. Oh, a hug, that's nice. Please, please have a seat. Yes. So, uh, welcome back to Sweden. Thank you. Excellent. Great to be here. How does it feel to be back on Syme stage? It's, uh, it's a nostalgia trip. Uh, and it's a good thing to, it's a good excuse for me to come home and check on the house and meet some friends and do some business meetings. So, so uh, I mean, you, you have a, uh, we're only seeing the things that you did before they're coming out now. What are the most exciting things for you that we're sort of just starting to see or will see in the future? Yeah, I think, I think there are a couple of themes. I think you mentioned mobile, super exciting. We're getting into the, the social game and there's some new innovative technologies. So. But I think perhaps last year we talked about mobile and I think we all underestimate the, the consumer revolution happening right now. And uh, I think businesses are, are sort of being left behind. Let me give you some, some examples. So, you know, uh, today in, in mobile, just looking at, at Google, you know, we thought that the mobile revolution was here last year. But just since last year, search has doubled uh, on mobile. So it's twice as fast, twice as much. If you look at YouTube, YouTube mobile views has tripled since last year. So 40% of all YouTube views are now mobile views, which is an insane, uh, an insane number. And I think we, we see that, you know, how many here have a, have a smartphone? Hand up. So like everyone has a smartphone, which is connected to the internet, which is, makes it sort of a supercomputer, uh, more processing power than uh, on, when we landed on the moon. And uh, I think that we predict that next year, you know, more people will be connecting uh, to the internet uh, through a mobile device than, than on a desktop device. So it's obviously happening. But the interesting fact is that Nordic businesses uh, who have a reasonable, decent user experience on mobile is only, what do you guys think? 5%. So 5% of businesses are actually only have, you know, it's, it's insane. But what do, you, what, do you, what do you mean by that? So just clarify, having a meaningful mobile existence, what is that according to you? So it means that when, when you are uh, watching TV, you see something interesting, you're sitting there with your tablet, or you're in the store, you want to buy a printer for your wife, and you're wondering, is this a good printer? And you check out the reviews or the price or something. If you get to a, a site that you have to sort of try to sort of zoom in and try to do some drop on and, and you, you can't really get to the information you want or you might not even found, find it. So what businesses need to do is that they need to be found on, on, on search on mobile, so have a site that works mm -hmm. for a mobile device. Yeah. Uh, and also if you have loyal customers, have an app where you can have a continuous relationship with them. And, and what are you guys doing to, sort of to, to fuel that change? I think it's interesting, you know, uh, uh, Google is definitely going mobile first. So if you look at our core services like Search and YouTube and Maps, it's, it's, it's all mobile now. And I think that the, the engineers, they're really thinking about how can I engage uh, users on a, on, a, on a mobile device because the mindset is very, very different, right? You, you want to get something done. Uh, it's important where you are, where you're going. Um, so, so it's different from desktop. And, I, and, I, and actually, tablets, which is growing really quickly now, is completely different from mobile because you're 90% you're at home, you have Wi-Fi, you're leaning back, you're more in a browsing mode. Half of all tablets users have bought something on a tablet. So it's like really sort of a shopping kind of T-commerce is, is something we talk about. So, so you need to think about how do you engage users with a relevant experience on those devices. So, so what is going to happen with search? How is search evolving? 
So, so search is, uh, is interesting because it's changing all the time. Mm -hmm. So first of all, I don't know if you searched recently, uh, but we launched something called the knowledge graph. So when you search for things, uh, search actually knows what a specific object is, if you're a person or you're a toy or your place, which makes it smarter. But you also mentioned that search is going social, uh, which is basically enhancing user experience so that you have this layer of uh, the, your friends and your people to enhance your experience. So when you're, when you're coming to Palo Alto and you're looking for a, a fusion restaurant, you'll find that Tamarine in Palo Alto is the one because your friend Rika Saber has uh, recommended that. Mm -hmm. So I think that's adding a lot of value to, to all of our services. So what we're doing with Google Plus is uh, not necessarily creating a new Facebook, but rather putting a, a layer, a social layer across all of our services to make them better for, for users and, and advertisers. Not necessarily creating a, a new Facebook, not that you didn't want to, but you know, what, what's, what's, what's the difference between that experience, the Google Plus experience and the Facebook experience? Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I think we, we've been social since the dawn of time. You know, we want to connect with our friends, our family, and people who share our interests. And we want to do that uh, across the web, not just on one place or one destination. So I think what is happening is that uh, you have identity, you know who, who, who's who on, on, on Google Plus, uh, and you can connect with them across all of our different services. So mm -hmm. it could be Gmail, it could be YouTube, could be Search, could be any of our services. So, so I think the, dif the different thing here is that uh, it's not that you just connect with people you met in the past, but you're also connecting with people who share your passions and your interests. So social in the old days, not too long ago, was very much connected with people in the past. In the future, it will be connected with people you don't know, or you haven't met yet, but who share your passion or your interest. So what, what are the business opportunities? If I, if I want to socialize my business here, what, how, how should I think around that? Yeah, I think it's, you should definitely check out uh, Hangouts, uh, which is uh, taking social to the next level. So it's, social is not sort of chats or, or sort of posts and updates. It's basically going to be face-to-face, -face, mm -hmm. so much more like in the real world. Uh, so if you think about businesses, everything from, from a sales moment where you're meeting face-to-face -face, uh, or to the back-end customer service situation. So Hangouts is free. You can integrate it. So if you're a florist shop and you have your little iPad uh, or Android tablet, um, you can basically be in a persistent Hangout so customers can come in and you can show them the flowers. Or uh -huh. There are lots of ideas. I think my favorite one, since I'm into cooking, uh, something called Chef's Hangout. I think you, you've seen that one, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's essentially, you have this, um, uh, you can pick your favorite chef from around the world. Say that you have Makamoto, who does fabulous sushi. You can all sort of join from your kitchen at home, so five different places, and you can all cook, cook together. Uh, all kinds of new things. Mm. No, but that's, uh, that's, that's on the social side. What, uh, what do you think will happen sort of in the mobile, what will the experience be? There's yeah. Google Now, and there's a lot of thing, things coming out. Yeah, so, so I think... Uh, How smart will it get? It will get, uh, get very smart. I, I was, brought my phone here to, to just tell you. I'll get some. Yep. So I think what's interesting is that uh, not only will you have access to all kinds of information, but you will have it at your fingertips. And actually, this is nothing new. Everyone has that. So let's see if we can do some demos here. What's the weather in Stockholm? Shit. Oh. No, no, no. <laughs> I need, need to turn the volume on. Sorry. What's the weather in Stockholm?
what's the weather in, oh sorry, here we go. This is wonderful, you should never do demos on stage. Have you, have you learned that? Let's do something else. Let's What date did John F. Kennedy die? November 22nd, 1963. So you basically have access to any piece of information. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <Whew. Yeah. laughs> no, no, but, it's, so, but, but so, so, so he will start talking to you? Yeah, so there's a couple of things happening. One is that all of us have access to any piece of information in the world. Mm -hmm. The other thing which is happening with Google now is sort of predicts what you want before you actually search for it. So typically, before coming here this morning, it will tell me that, okay, you have a meeting at Syme in Circus, it looks out the traffic and says, you have to start by this time to sort of get there on time. Uh, it gets, uh, I'm gonna have dinner with my friends, it recommends the, the best kind of restaurants around town. So basically, it's predicting your move. And I think you, you also saw the, the glass that you showed, it's, it's very interesting. It's not that it's actually glasses, it's, uh, uh, it's not. It's basically where you can have this little sort of uh, screen which uh, it's like augmented reality. You can sort of see the screen. It's sort of a, a meter out in the air, and it allows a new way of interacting with digital. And I think what's interesting here is that the mobile phone is pretty much this magical portal between the physical world and the digital world. So you see a news poster, you see a product, you can go from the physical world and into the digital world to find more information. But also, when you found this fabulous thing on your mobile phone or you found this store where you're going to find it, the mobile phone will take you there through a map or through a coupon or some, something like that. So it's interesting how mobile is changing our, our way. We're going to be smarter, but it also bridging the physical and the digital world. Who will be the losers in, in, sort of in the world you're painting? If you were sort of the CEO of a company thinking, shit, this is going to kill my business. Uh, who would you be? <laughs> I, think, I think what's interesting, um, I am, uh, for those who know me well, I'm a big sports fan. Um, but I think that, uh, I think it was Wayne Gretzky who said that great, good hockey players go to where the puck is, and great hockey players go to where, where the puck is going to be. And if you see this shift happening in mobile, for example, or in, in digital in general, uh, you need to sort of plan sort of two, three years ahead. Mm -hmm. How are you going to change your business to, to capitalize on this? Uh, you and I talked earlier, and you said that you know, there's a down economy, but how can digital help? And I was just looking at a, a report saying that even though like 70% of Nordic SMBs have a, a website, only 7% actually sell something online. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a huge opportunity just to sort of turn on the e-commerce and start getting new customers from around the world. If, if you're instead, you're sitting here in the audience, you're saying, this is great, my business is going to go through the roof. What kind of industries do you think would benefit most from sort of mobility, location services, uh, some of the other things that we're discussing here. Yeah, nobody, but, it, but I think that if I'm a business, I would look at how can I, through digital, find new customers, uh, grow my business, expand to new markets. But also, you know, if you, if you want to save money, how can you move some of those costly things uh, to digital sort of either self-service or uh, sort of customer service environments. I think it's, digital is helping both the front end and the back end. And I think also, you know, using technology to work effectively within your organization. So at Google, this Hangouts thing that you see, video conferencing, we use it like all the time. Um, so I think that that is something that can make it much more effect effective in sort of intra-corporate company communication, but also with, with customers. If, you, if you're sitting sort of in, 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 I'm picturing you sitting somewhere in a, in a lab with Larry That's and exactly Sergey. exactly how it is. And, and it's, yes, yeah, exactly. Yes. You know, having great food cooked for you by a lot of chefs. Uh, mm. 
what are you thinking about? How, how does a meeting look? Is it like, what do you think we should do with Africa? Should we have, or, you know, what, what is it, it's, it's such, a, there's such <coughs> big bets that you guys are taking on yeah. sort of architecting the world. How, how, does, how does that come about? Yeah, I think it's interesting. First of all, in, uh, what I found interesting in the US is that every meeting is 30 minutes. Uh, and they're very, very intense, and you don't have any coffee breaks. It's not that you meet people and say, oh, should you want a coffee? And, uh, so you, it's, it's very intense. And then uh, at Google, uh, you get brainwashed to think big, uh, which means that uh, when we're doing some uh, piece of research or some study, it's not that we can do it in one country, or you, you have to do it like everywhere. Uh, if you're going to do Hangouts, uh, you, know, you need to create something truly unique. You, you think about how can we get President Obama to do a hangout with the people, or, or Reinfeldt to talk to his people here, or out in the lobby you'll see this hangout ping pong, which is uh, it's a ping pong game where you can be four people playing round table, table tennis, uh, but the interesting thing is that you control the paddle with your head, so you have to go like this in video conferencing. It's, uh, a lot of embarrassing moments there, uh, especially if you capture it and put it on YouTube. And we have that out there. You so. have it out there. Yeah. So, but it, but it's, you, know, you have to think in new creative ways and do things that have never been done before. So Hangouts is, you know, we're thinking, okay, can we do a Hangout from space with NASA? And we did. <laughs> or from uh, Mount Everest or sort of from um, the deepest part of the sea at some uh, underwater facility. So it's, it's trying to think about new ways of doing things. If if, sort of, if you guys are losing sleep, who would, uh, who would you lose sleep about? Would it be sort of uh, privacy issues making people leave Google because they're angry? Or will it be uh, sort of a, a large social network sort of stealing the search business? Or what are the things, if anything, or will it, is it a new company we've never even heard about? Or <coughs> no, I think, I think it's interesting how uh, the, play, the, uh, the game is shifting very, very quickly. So, on the one hand, you have uh, big players like, uh, who have technology platforms like, like Apple who have been very, very successful. Mm -hmm. You have operating systems where we're building Android. Uh, you have the browser wars with, uh, where we're having Chrome. And then you have search, which is, which is you know, competition is just a click away. Mm -hmm. uh, and it could be the, the next guys in the garage or it could be uh, some, some of the bigger players. So we're very, very sort of humble in terms of it could be anyone <laughs> and probably someone we're not suspecting. Uh, so I think you have, this, uh, you have this atmosphere at Google where you, you never stop innovating. So it's like you said, you like continuously need to reinvent and challenge yourself all the time. Because if you become a fat cat, you're going to be a dead cat. <laughs> okay. So uh, we, 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 uh, I just want to circle back to the Nordics. I mean, you are mm -hmm. from here, but you're living in Silicon Valley. What are the things we should learn? If you came back and became the mayor of Stockholm, which is very likely to happen someday, <laughs> I what, would love to do that. Yeah, what would you sort of, how would you empower entrepreneurs? I think, I think that what I really love about California is that you have this sort of perfect ecosystem. You have Stanford and Berkeley, you have bright students from around the world, you have Sand Hill Road with all the venture capital, so you, of course you, you have a perfect playing ground for startups, but you also have the big companies there uh, who are either bringing up the startups or taking the, the kids and, and hiring a lot of new startups. So I think if I was mayor of Stockholm, what I would do is I would make sure that the university had you know, top-notch teachers. I would make sure that it, uh, it was okay to, uh, for venture capitalists to invest in a lot of companies here, that the government sort of gave uh, all kinds of uh, stimuli to make sure that we become best in a couple of things, not in everything, but you know, if, is it IT, internet, clean tech, you know, whatever it is gonna be, that we make, it, we make, make a decision and you know, if Sweden is going to stand for something, we need to sort of stand out in these areas and, and make some investments. Otherwise, we'll, otherwise we'll get 
hopelessly behind. I'm, I'm going to invite uh, Heiko Herbig from Facebook up. Is, is there anything I think you think I should ask him? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. You know, so first Facebook and Google. You know, I'm, I mean, on the advertising side. So you know, advertising is interesting because in search, you know, advertising becomes relevant because you're looking for this restaurant or this iPad. So mm -hmm. it actually becomes relevant. But in a, in a social media context, it's a little bit more tricky. Like you have an intimate social moment. So my question uh, to him, which is something we're also thinking about, you know, how can you make advertising relevant in social media? So what we, what we try to do is basically enhance search. Mm -hmm. So you know, when you search for a restaurant, the restaurant will show up with Tamarine with my endorsement. So mm -hmm. it's like sort of making it more relevant for you and for the advertiser. So I think that's, that's something we're trying to make sure, because none of us probably want to have, you know, when we're looking at uh, photos of our kids, to have sort of some Pampers ads coming up or something mm -hmm. like that. So. So that would be my question. How do we crack to make it relevant advertising in social media? Great. Thank you very much, Rika. Thank you, sir. Thank you.